Hey everybody, this is Presto. This is Nick Mother <laughs> <laughs> And this is Corporal Damn Nothing. And you're listening to episode 13 of the Nintendads podcast. And we are going to let Nick Yeti fully embrace that profanity because it's his motherfucking birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to the Yeti. Love you he guys so is, much. He's real old now. Like the rest yeah. of us. Do we need to sing? No, we do no. not need to sing. Are you sure? Yes. I'll gladly <laughs> sing for you, Yeti. I, I, I know. appreciate that you're on, on my side of this. <laughs> uh, on today's episode, we are looking very much forward to not hearing Corporal sing. And we're also talking about, whoop, whoop. and we are going to have the great debate of digital versus physical copies of games. Don't think it's a debate, but we'll bum, see. Bum. We'll see. Oh, there's uh, a debate. But first, let's talk about what we're playing. What are y'all playing these days? Corporal, what are you playing? Um, so, this is Nick Yeti's fault, but I yeah, am yeah. currently been playing a lot of uh, Starlink Battle of Fratless that video game that's kind of about Star Fox McCloud. So, yeah, it's just only the Switch has that. The, the yeah. cloud, uh, yeah, the cloud campaign. The Star well, Fox campaign. If, you, if you look at any of the reviews for this game, everybody says the definitive edition to own is the Switch version. Because it has right. so much more extra content that nobody else has. The Fox McCloud. Yeah. Honestly, the the game is kind of fun. Uh, the controls were a little wonky to get to get a hold of in the very beginning, but after I got past the first world and I finally like really got a chance to understand the gameplay and the mechanics, I'm enjoying it. It's kind of fun. So now you can go into outer space and everything. You got past that whole first initial. Yep. Yep. So when I played the game and I finally got out and started going to other planets, there wasn't much to do. They've added a lot to that game since release. On release, it was kind of bland. So oh, really? They, they, yeah, they stuffed a lot more stuff in there because recently me and my son had played, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much new stuff in there. So how much did you get that game for? Like 25 bucks? It was on sale, and I think it was for nineteen ninety eight. It's always on sale now. I bought that thing at sixty bucks, right? Oh, I believe it. On top it. of that, I spent an extra forty dollars buying extra ships and everything because I thought this game was going to be like the shit. And then I saw it start to tank. I went and sold all the extra stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good call because the digital version that I got incorporates almost all of the ships. I don't have anything physical. Everything I have in this yeah. game is digital. Well, even my son doesn't, uh, Lance doesn't like to play with the ships and everything. Like, I got it because of that. Because I thought, oh, he's going to have a blast with this. And then he, like, looked at me when we first played it and was like, Dad, could you take this off? And he just wanted the pro controller. He was like, he didn't, yeah. <laughs> like a pro. I, Respect I mean, honestly, I want to buy the ship. I want to buy the Star Fox ship, and that's it. That's what I have. That's the only one I kept. Yeah. You me and me and the missus. Ship it. You should ship it to Corporal. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I'm that thing. That thing's kick ass. Me and me and the missus have been playing a lot of uh, Skyrim li- lately too. Um, oh, it has been ported to the Switch, but I've been playing it on the Xbox. So you know that you could play Starlink on two player, right? Yes, I found that okay. out recently. It's split screen, but I, I didn't know that when yep. I first got it. Yep. And then there's also like a thing that you can do where you hit follow and your guy automatically follows the leader. And it, so oh, you know I how like know you that. disappear when you go too far away. So like if yeah. you both want to travel to a point, it gets kind of like, oh, wait for me or don't do this. What you can do is you just pick a leader and one person can hit the auto follow button just so you can like, you know. So it's like, oh, hey, just disengage auto follow so we can like get after these bandits real quick. And maybe if you engage in the battle with bandits and stuff, it just makes it a lot easier. Especially like if you're playing with your kid. Yeah, that me and Lance is the one who finds this stuff out, not me. So he figured that out. He goes, No, Daddy, you follow me. I'm like, I am. He goes, No, and he presses the button on my controller and I link right to him. Your son's a better gamer you than you That's are. That's why it's called Starlink. I figured it out and I haven't even played the game. Did he? Uh, what, what have you been playing, playing Yeti? Um, I've been playing a lot of, since I have it back in my possession, Splatoon 2 and Doom Eternal. I've been playing battle mode because um, Presso kept asking me about battle mode. Um, so I've been playing battle mode, and I actually have things to tell you about it. It's uh, pretty cool. 
Sweet. Do you, right. do you like playing better as the Doom Slayer or as the Demon? A hundred and ten percent the Doom Slayer. Ah. A hundred. So you can. So here's the thing: is this game is a gift to consoles. It was not made for consoles. So I'm watching people play on PC on on battle mode versus like how I've been playing on my PlayStation. And there's a bit of like movement lag on it. So it's kind of annoying. I've gotten used to it. But I mean, you can. You can do some serious damage. And then on top of that, when you see people playing online, people switch disgustingly fast between weapons online because you don't need to use the weapon wheel on a PC. I didn't mean online, I meant PC. Oh, can you just use a number? On a controller, I think I could switch it around so I can hotkey maybe a few. Because you need most of the buttons on that controller to play this game. There's a lot of stuff going on. So what you really need to do is be able to hotkey some of the weapons because that's what happens. Because you need to be like doing like – you have to be dashing this way, jumping this way. And then you need to like – as soon as you fire a weapon – you need to instantly be hitting the hotkey for that next weapon so that next weapon comes out and you hit them right after it. And that's how you get like... That's how you play Fortnite. Yeah. I think they they updated it because when I would play against the Marauder, which is like the new enemy that everyone's been hating and everyone's like, oh, the Marauder doesn't make sense. And like people don't don't understand video games who say that. Um, What you need to do is you need to hit them with the Ballista Super Shock Ballista. So... When I first did it, I was like, oh, I saw someone put that tip out there, and I tried doing that. And for some reason, the animations just weren't happening fast enough, and I wasn't able to get those three shots out. I was playing the other night, and I'm able to do the three shots now. So I don't know if there was something wrong with console that they needed to fix, but it Hmm. it is getting better for even though if you can get it for PC, please skip everything else, get it for PC. I was going to say, I wonder what it's going to play like on the Switch if and when it eventually gets released for the Switch. I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous because remember when I first said on that episode, I'm like, oh, I see how, you know, this will be able to be on Switch. Well, that I, I didn't play completely through the game yet. And once you get to those later levels and you have like four cyber mancubuses, like two bardens of hell. Sorry, what did you like, say? Four cyber manky biscuits? Ma- yes. We're going to keep it at that. <laughs> now Manky-bis- I'm interested. Manky biscuit. It's like a monkey biscuit. Yeah, I mean, it's either going to play like Garbo or it's going to look like Garbo. Well, this is why it's taking so long to come out. I'm pretty sure people on the Switch, they don't care if it looks Garbo-ish as long as it plays. People really don't yeah, complain I'm a, I'm to in that, that level. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, I have been playing, also been playing Splatoon 2. Um, which we're going to talk a little bit about here in a minute because they had some uh, exciting little announcements for that. Yep. But yeah, I've been playing Splatoon 2. Uh, I've actually been playing a little Risk of Rain 2 because they finally released the patch that fixes the Switch version so where you can actually get the new Survivor Acrid. So I've been playing around with him. He's very fun. He's very acidy. Um I'm always, I mean, I'm always playing a little bit of Smash. That's just, I, sh- I shouldn't even have to say it at this point. <laughs> you um, always smashing on the side? I'm always smashing on the side. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> I've been, I've been running, I've been running the turnip market in Animal Crossing. Bought oh those God. for 94, 94 bells of turnips, sold them for like 500. Oh my gosh. Me and Tom Nook, chilling. I don't owe him anything. <laughs> Yakuza up an animal crossing I'm, I right am. <laughs> I got the like little like Isabel tattoo on my lower back. <laughs> Gangster. You guys hear that? It sounds like a drip, a slow drip. Let me get some buckets <laughs> to catch all these leaks. Nick Yeti is basically a plumber this week because he has sniffed out several leaks on uh, some upcoming You've games. got, like, in all seriousness, Yeti, you've got some serious underground connections. Yeah, right. I don't Some of the things that you're talking about... Connections. I just, I, I find this stuff... You're gonna, you're gonna have a Nintendo it. repair van parked outside of your house. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you, like, some of the things that you, you put in our show notes, I didn't even see hit the interwebs until two or three days later. Because Nick I don't Yeti know, is the you know leader. what it is. He is. The I think it's. I think it's some of the people I follow on my private Twitter. Um. So first up with the league. So we're just gonna highlight basically my favorite and what I think is you know most notable. And some of these uh, are not leaks. Some of these are just upcoming games. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about the upcoming games after after the leaks. We'll do the uh, 
the the two the the two big leaks is Metroid Trilogy, which is pretty. Oh, Metroid Prime Trilogy. Let me be more specific. Which kicks ass to me. That's um, exciting. That I'll, I'll buy. People have been asking for that forever. Yeah, that's pretty killer. I think the third Metroid Prime was a Wii exclusive and it like forced you to use the Wiimo and I was very turned off by it. And uh, I never finished yeah, the second I actually, one. I have that one. That's the only Metroid Prime game that I still own is three. You you never played the first one? I did, but then I sold them or lost them. I don't I remember. Rem- I remember seeing the first one in I think it was like a Macy's. Back when Macy's still had like demo consoles people coming in their stores losing their <laughs> losing kids losing their minds because their parents were shopping for like three hours because that's what our parents did in the 90s and yeah and i remember yeah. just i remember just seeing this kid playing it and i remember him asking me if i wanted to turn i was like no because he was doing so good in it and i just remember seeing this game and i the only thing i knew about metroid at the time was our friend john mays was like super into yes, Metroid, yeah. Metroid Two, uh, the Return of Samus, the original Game Boy one, and like there was like a whole entire week he kept coming into school talking to someone about it, where he's like, "I'm this far in the game, I'm that far in the game," and I'm just like thinking, "I'm like a huge nerd," and I'm like, "Yo, Metroid sounds like the shit," but I never like looked into it because there wasn't internet or anything. So it's like if it wasn't in one of my gaming magazines I used to buy from like Eckerd. I'm sure saying that name's gonna freaking flag <laughs> oh, my age. You are dropping, you are dropping so much oh, I'm, retail I'm, nostalgia. Macy's, Eckerd. Yeah, right. Um, uh, I just never got into the, the um classic ones. Of course, I emulate them now. But then uh, Metroid Prime was my first, you know, introduction to Metroid, and I remember just seeing that. I was like, I have to get this. So of course, I like, I always saved money as a kid, and I got my uh, my forty nine ninety nine together, bought the game, finished it, loved it. I didn't 100% it, but I, I got pretty close. I got tired of scanning everything. The next one, I'm happy about, and then I'm angry about. So, of course, we had all the Mario leaks. There's a ton of uh, uh, the classic Mario games coming back. I'm sure everyone's going to be pretty stoked about Galaxy. I was never too into Galaxy. Um, I didn't care I, for Galaxy, to be honest with I you. Liked I liked Galaxy 1, but it's no, it's no Mario 64. Like, right. right, exactly. I loved... Um, sunshine the only bad part was the controls for aiming and firing the 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 water pack was backwards the um the x-axis was like backwards for some reason i bet you they'll let you invert it on the new version yeah we'll see if nintendo does but anyways it's like really cool we're hearing all these things now my current favorite mario is the one that i play i've played the most hours probably out of all of them because i played with my son and it's super mario 3d world Yep, and I was like so happy. I'm like, oh my god, it's coming to Switch. They usually add extra things, and I'm telling you, my son has fleshed out like most of the stuff in that game. And he's the one that taught me that you could go to the potted piranha plant and pick it up and chase either after your own fellow player, or you could just run the piranha plant around and it eats (laughs) everything. So even those little black fuzz guys that you can't destroy, the piranha plant will eat those. (laughs) And and then he also taught me that if you grab a shell, you can actually go inside the shell and become the shell and spin around the level. Huh. I've I've never played 3D World, so I have no idea. Your little man is a better gamer than you. So so he's so good at stuff. So here's here's my thing with this, right? Is he liked this game, and this is why everyone needs to revisit with their youngers – the uh the wii u is because of that touchscreen and he was enticed by it because touchscreen is like what kids you know see first these days so Mm -hmm. he learned that interacting with that touchscreen as well as using the analog stick and button controls you know they both um coincided with wii u so he started to learn if you touch a coin on the screen you get that coin and then he learned there were secret invisible things so he would go to a next area of a level and just start touching around everywhere and just start he would run the time route at the beginning of the level just trying to do like different interactions with different things and he learned more than i did he learned whole um invisible walls all that stuff the only problem i have with this is it's rumored to be listed at 60 dollars, and i'm Ew. not happy about that mm. I, don't, I don't think that's very fair to do it's the same thing i feel like i think they did that with super the new super mario brothers deluxe i would have bought that i didn't play that game a friend of mine had it I thought it was a very well-made 2D Mario game, 
But I already have Super Mario Maker 2. Why would I get that for $60? I don't think this is a smart idea on Nintendo's end. I think no, throwing that what? $60 out there is... I, I think it's unfair, realistically. Um, for Super Mario 3D World, unless they put a lot of new stuff in it, but seeing what the new stuff they put into the new Super Mario uh, Brothers Deluxe, I don't know about that. Hmm. Um, I I have the the deluxe game and it's worth every penny, but I didn't pay for it, so every right. penny was totally <laughs> it's worth. worth. Every, it's worth <laughs> every penny that you didn't pay for it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, it's like, what if you had bought it, you know, the original for the Wii beforehand, you know, and like played all that? Like, would you want to pay that sixty again? Yeah, you know with, what these, I mean? so with that's... these with these ports and these like remakes or whatever, whatever you want to call them, it's like. They really need to take a closer look at their pricing. I'm going to structure. call it a refresh. I think I think Nintendo has. I think the refresh would be good because they add new things, they freshen it up, they make it good. So it's not a remake or a re. Or, I think it's just a or nice refresh. have some. I don't know how you would do this, but have some option to be like, if you paid full price for the previous version of the game on another console, then you get it at a reduced price because like, oh, um, not everyone Wii U, is going to follow what Project Red is doing. Or is it CD Projekt Red, or is it, or is it Microsoft? One of those two are like, yeah, it's coming out for the Xbox uh, One, but the new Xbox, you're not going to have to pay for a whole new game. That's great. We're going to give it to you for free. Because I that got, makes too much sense. Yeah. I got Pokken for Wii U towards because the Pokken Pokken released towards the end of the Wii U's life cycle, and then yeah. Switch came out, and then they released uh, Pokken on Switch like maybe i don't know if it was six months later and i was like and when it came out for the switch it came out with like a bunch of dlc characters that you had to pay for on the wii u and i was like a that sucks that i just paid sixty dollars for this and less than a year they're releasing it with dlc on a new console and i'm like there's no way i'm paying for this but if i was like if they were like all right you can pay thirty dollars I would I would have bought it for the Switch, but now yeah. I... So that's that's kind of my whole thing about the even with the deluxe game. Like I didn't pay for it, but I definitely wouldn't have paid full price for it. And I yeah. will buy Mario sixty four if it comes out, but I'm not paying full price for Mario sixty four. I think I bet you they're gonna do a sixty dollar release that's Galaxy sixty four and Sunshine as a package. <sighs> so I enjoyed Sunshine. It was okay. I, I didn't really care for Galaxy, but once you throw yeah. Mario sixty four in there, that kind of makes it almost worth it if you get the other two. Yeah. See, I I like I really enjoyed all three. Obviously, sixty four is my favorite among the three. But mm-hmm. I don't know because I feel like I've, I'll I feel like I'll pay. It's worth $60. For those three games, I think it's worth $60. The question is, <laughs> do I want to play like 80 hours of 3D Mario or am I going to play it for like 10 hours all in Mario 64 right. and be like, all right, that was fun. I remember when I did this like 15 years ago, but now I'm going to go play like a modern game. Like if it's something that I can emulate, like you can emulate. Yeah, you can emulate all k with fixes so it's like when nintendo pulled the full retail price out i'm just kind of like you're not laying too many inches on the table right now sir yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so the the last leak i'm going to talk about in the um the leak section of things is the possibility and there's debate on how true this is of a new switch coming out people talked about the pro then the light came out what it's looking like because with the update what they saw was like oh something with the second screen integration xyz i'm going to tell you my take on it what i think why i think it would make sense and what i hope it is personally now i keep saying this i'm going to say it again i love the wii u and i love the the um the what is it called the Wii U controller? I don't, I don't know what the uh, controller is the called. Big, the big the big touchscreen one, right? The, yeah, the touchscreen controller. Uh, I love that controller. I guess it was the Wii I, U. Yeah, I it was, wasn't the Wii mode. I was upset 
that you couldn't use that along with the switch. I thought I was like almost counting my chips, betting that they would let you do that. It didn't happen. So like anyway, Bluetooth them together. Yeah, I mean, well, you can just connect. Like it's it's Nintendo's product. You know, they can just like make it so that the switch can accept the code. It's it's not hard to do. They could have done it. They didn't. And, and you know, that's a whole <laughs> thing that goes into like the new Splatoon. Like Splatoon One, besides the fact that it has superior movement. Um, you could just look at the active map on your um, controller screen to see if somebody was behind you. So it was like you couldn't sneak up on people. Like yeah. sneaking up on people, yeah, yeah. first platoon was so – like if you were actively moving and inking, that wasn't going to – you had to hide. You had to get the drop. And even if you got behind somebody, that didn't mean you were going to win that battle. Now it's like, okay, now we're going to play Splatoon the game. Splatoon 2, whoever here. gets the first shot. Right, wins. it's so. it, it's obnoxious. Like whatever you made, call Splatoon. Nintendo needs to fix themselves, and they they know it more than anybody. But what I'm hoping for the the possibility of a new Switch is what it's going to be. It's going to be a pure home console thing, and you're going to have the integration of your handheld. So and like I'm hoping using a Switch Lite as a second touchscreen controller. As the second touchscreen controller, because if you look at it, Nintendo really talked really. Um, more excessively than than we thought about how they updated their touchscreen on the Nintendo Switch. And we're at past half its life cycle right now. And they put a, a lot of, you know, they, they updated the touchscreen for the Switch versus the Wii U. They put a lot of new technology in it. And we haven't seen really an application besides Super Mario Maker 2. And then maybe that new, um, that new like 51 and 1 billiard thing oh, yeah, that's the, coming the, out. The traditional board games or whatever. Yeah. Which is like, you know, that's fun to play with some people. No. But I, I mean, for, for the investment in it. So I think what it's going to be is, is you're going to be able to integrate it. So there, I think there's going to be um, Switch games that are going to have features that are extra for games that involve a second screen. Case in point was um, the 3DS, right? So on the 3DS, games could opt in to adding extra stuff in 3D mode. And I remember I had a 3DS at one time, and there were certain areas in the game when you, where you went at, in the Mario game, and you had to have the 3D activated to see certain things. So that, that, that could be the case, and then hopefully there would be more horsepower in it. So see, could, I, you know... I like that idea in theory, but at right. the end of the day, the Joy-Cons are still trash. And there is right. no way, because I'm I'm a primary like I rarely play my Switch in handheld mode. I'm yeah. almost always playing it on my screen as a docked console. And while yeah. the while the ability to take it and use it as a home console with the addition of a touchscreen is appealing, if I have to use the Joy Cons, unless they come out with Joy Con 2.0, where they fix the drift. They've made the Joy-Con angles, you know, they raise it up and they make it basically look and feel like the Pro Controller things. I have no, there's no chance. I, I honestly can't believe they haven't, like, gone further with these Joy-Cons. I thought, see, this is why I was so excited about the Switch and then Nintendo pulled the Nintendo. When I saw the idea of the Joy-Cons, I was like, okay, this is a cheap, you know, gimmicky way for Nintendo to be like, we included two controllers. But at the end of the day, I thought I was like the combinations are endless. Like yeah, they could, could make, make it a unique modular system, but they didn't. They just made the you. same shitty you, thing in eight colors. You can make the thing for what fits you. So if you like like the PlayStation style of the two analog sticks on the bottom, you have that. Or if you like something with bigger buttons or different triggers, I mean, there could have been so many things, and they could have gone to these third parties. You don't have to be in bed with Hori all day. I mean, Hori's great, but they came out with. Power A. With one thing with a D-pad, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, which is Which is good, but I think besides the D-pad, I actually, for an analog stick for fighting games, actually like this little thing. The The biggest problem is, are the um the R buttons, or the trigger, but the R and L triggers whatever, there's an R, Z, I don't know why they went with that, that they should have left that at home. But, um, <laughs> like, the big thing was with Street Fighter, was hitting the actual R and L, the top bumper ones, and everyone knows you go into settings and you switch the controls of the R and the RZ and the L and the LZ because it's just it's pointless. Use yeah, it. and it's like they know how to make good hardware because the Nintendo the Pro controller is amazing. So, so there's no like, excuse. Yeah, I come on, Nintendo. 
Yeah, no. I, I'm personally, if you're going to have the Pro Controller, if you have access to the Pro Controller, it's the only controller you should use. Yeah, I see a lot of people in, in on all the groups that we're on, and they're just like, can you recommend a good controller? The best controller, hands down, there is no competition right now, is the Pro Controller. It is also known as a good controller by the entire video gaming community that has everything. Which is that saying I, it's a lot. The only the only controller that Nintendo has ever made that's even been respected by the rest of the gaming community is the GameCube controller. And that's yeah. 100% just because of the competitive melee scene and that the fact that these GameCube controllers are not disintegrated into dust after the abuse of like 18 years well, of wave dashing. The GameCube was the last console that Nintendo made at, at full Nintendo quality. I remember seeing a whole thing that Nintendo, the word Nintendo means like a, a certain level of quality. That's why it's called like Nintendo Entertainment System. It's a quality entertainment system. And I feel like the GameCube was the last thing you could use the word Nintendo on. Wii U, you know. It the Wii just, and the it, Wii U were questionable. And then the well, Switch the, the is Wii, amazing, the but Wii, then they no. attach these rinky-dink Joy-Cons, like... So I like the Joy-Cons, but I like the Joy-Cons when they're mounted in that controller base. I like it but, when they work and they don't yeah. drift off into space. I was about to say my 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 left hand controller, the the uh the switch the the knob is starting to drift horribly bad. Like yeah. I can literally put it down on the table and just like you're playing Risk of Rain and it has a cursor. You can just watch the cursor dart to the yeah, opposite side bad. of the screen. Splatoon 2. Surprise. Yo, Splatfest. They told us the Splatfest was dead, but it ain't. Yeah. Mayo so, okay, versus yo, ketchup. Yo, let's talk about mayo versus ketchup. And who's on the skate skate team? Motherfuckers. Oh my god. <laughs> the amount of memes that are coming out of mayo is sad. Well, it's the just because of... they made it such a huge deal. So, let, just to for, for clarity. So... Mayo versus ketchup happened before. This is a splat fest oh, yeah. that already happened. I forget who won, oh. but it was so it was, it was very mayo. very. It close. was mayo. I won every splat fest in the first platoon. <laughs> every splat fest, I was on the winning side, and it was motherfucking mayonnaise. It was very very close. But they made a huge deal out of the last splat fest. This is the final splat fest? They made it like extra time long, extra rewards, and then out of the blue. They're just like, hey guys, remember that one time where we said we weren't doing any more Splatfests? We're going to do that that one about the condiments again. Just We're just going to do it. The controversial condiments. Yeah. So that's so, coming okay. up May here's, 28th, here's, 25th, yeah. 24th. Here's my, my, my take on this, though. And if you say ketchup, I, I, I'm going to disconnect you from the chat. So... I personally, I actually, I don't think you have the permissions to do that. But anyway, <laughs> I pu- purely think that the only reason this has came about is because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, it okay, is. It is. Everybody's home. They're seeing people start to get interested in Splatoon. I mean, we're a perfect example. We yeah. started to get back into Splatoon Two. We accidentally yep. started getting back into yeah. it from the uh, from, from the our virtual night, game yeah. night. We were just yep. like we got into it. We all like simultaneously were like, we forgot how good this game was. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, fun. We're definitely going to organize that in like our Discord and like. Oh, Team Mayo! By the way, guys, it, Nintendo. Team Mayo. It's Team Mayo. So don't even don't don't <laughs> don't, don't come up in here with your fucking Americanized ketchup bullshit. Boy. Yeah, you need to you need <laughs> we're, to catch we're, up. We're in, with we're your international up in this podcast. We dip our french fries in mayo sometimes. We European like that. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> oh, So have either of you ever played any of the Crisis games? No. No. But no. This, so when I, I saw this mm-hmm. and it doesn't – it just doesn't make sense to me because I thought the whole – there's like a meme like – Oh yeah, your computer's good, but can it run Crisis? <laughs> so I was because of that. I actually looked up the um, the release date of the first Crisis, and it was 2007. So computers weren't that great for running 
um, the new age yeah, uh, yeah. video games back then. The reason why this got so much clout as a, uh, you know, graphics and hardware performance. Heavy. Yeah. So what you have to understand about Crisis is it's basically a, um, what do you call, uh, what do you call a what do you call the developing program to make a video game with an engine? An engine it's the yeah. it's it's a cry engines basically like their advertisement. It's like you know how Unreal Engine has Unreal Tournament. Yeah, yeah. Cry this is their showcase cr- for this engine. Yeah, it's their yeah, it's their flagship. So it's their flagship the, program the thing, for the their thing engine. That happened was it was actually ended up being a really good shooter because you know developers just letting you know you don't have to make shooters that complicated when it comes down to the easy mechanics like we just want the fair mechanics it wasn't you know then and it was hard so it got like this huge cult wing and then there was like a whole thing where like they tried running it on like a nasa computer and like a computer couldn't handle it and that was like a huge (laughs) article remind you guys this is back in 2007 you we, we can build stuff that handles most things now so a switch i don't think it would be really out of anywhere it's going to be watered down to some perspective um some degree too um for the switch i mean use it i i i've i've said the word skyrim more times recently than i think i've said any other game but skyrim is on the switch and skyrim is huge like it is huge so like if the switch can run skyrim uh, like it could run a good majority of things. So the the reason behind Skyrim being able to work versus other games, like I would say, like why you can do uh, th- this is kind of like why that argument needs to kind of calm down a little bit because like Doom Eternal is going to have more stuff in the screen at a time than Skyrim does. It's very easy. Oh, definitely. These, they, they send it out to these other companies to, to water it down and segregate parts of the game so they don't actuate until you, you walk across a certain point. And they do it so it works with the Nintendo's hardware. Skyrim, you don't have a lot of things in one place. I mean, it's, it's got yeah, it's really nice looking. Enough. It's a big game. But a big game doesn't necessarily mean it should have trouble Working. It was a good marketing stunt. It was a very good marketing stunt. It yep. worked. It got people like Catcom and other others that we needed to be interested in the Switch, interested again. Hopefully, this gets Nintendo off the ground and back into the GameCube era thing. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but as far as saying like, oh, it can run Skyrim, that's not really the argument. Yeah, anymore. you probably we- run Skyrim on like a TI eighty three calculator if you really want. To. <laughs> I was just gonna. Say- <laughs> if you hooked up like a, a, a SanDisk to it, a, a micro SD, somebody out there, challenge, please do this. Um, in in other in other recent release news, uh, Mario Maker Two coming through with the solidest of updates. Mm-hmm. The final update, the last final major update, update fi- final uh, content update. They're so still going to have things. tweaks and fixes. I've been wondering, so to me, the big thing about this is worlds. Now you can yes. actually build your own overworld. For which, me, that means I get to play overworlds because yeah, I don't like building which that. I game. don't understand why, like, that was in Mario Maker 1. They were like, oh, that'd be cool if you could build your own overworld. And now it's like five years later, they finally released it. So better late yeah. than never. Yeah. But, um, I haven't played it yet. I haven't played I, it yet I, either because I sold Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Oh, you admitted that <laughs> on the cast. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm still not uh, happy at you for this because we could all be playing that. But um, No, we couldn't. I'm, like, multiplayer? Yeah. Dude, the multiplayer on Mario Maker 2 is like playing, like trying to flip through a flip book with one hand and oh. two fingers. Well, we always play Smash, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's going to come out every Smash. time. It's going to be laid on the table. Every damn Mario time. Maker 2 is the only Nintendo game that I can say definitively that has a worse online multiplayer experience than Smash by a large margin. I haven't played it online. Don't. Um, just don't. Minus please. playing other people's levels. I haven't played like any of the four-player modes at oh. all. I'm really not interested in the whole racing thing. I think the big thing with the multiplayer is like everyone like little race carts. That was probably some of the least favorites of my levels. Yeah, it's it's un it's unplayable. It's unplayable. Like not even like smash unplayable, like actually unplayable. And you can't <laughs> like it just trust me. 
So there's a there's a picture that's out there on the internet somewhere, and if you can find it, comment on it so that I know that you found it, and I'll give you a cake. But there's a picture out there of my son playing Mario Maker 1 with the Wii U on one TV and me playing The Division on the other TV. And it was like a proud moment because in that shot, Jacob had just beaten the entire, like, I have the 10-stage level on his own. I know where that um, picture is. Give me my cake. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm surprised that Division hasn't come to the Switch yet. I, mm, that so, would be... But that my point is that like the Mar- Mario Maker 1, I thought was above and beyond an amazing game. It was great. The, the advancements that they've made to Mario Maker 2, personally, should have just been like a massive like $30 DLC package yeah, or something. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. I mean, I love, I-, I love Mario Maker like on the Switch. Like the idea of being able mm-hmm. to play Mario Maker on the Switch... It's just like when I had the game, there were some real bummer moments where I'm like, oh, I can upload my level only to have nobody play it. Because in order to actually have your level played, you have to game the algorithm and join these subreddits that where you post and it's just like it it was absolute nonsense the way they determine featured levels. And then trying to like take off on social media, right? Yeah, it it was it was bad. Yeah, they, uh, I, I swear to God, stuff like that comes from, uh, I, I know there's like elitist, like, you know, like the TV shows and stuff out there. I think they got mad by the internet and the freedom of it. And that's where those algorithms came from, where yeah. it was like, they were paid off for that. They, they were easily paid off for that shit. Cause there was a lot of homebrewed stuff that was way more popular out there. And I know these networks got pissed. And they basically paid off the big tech companies like Facebook and everything to implement these algorithms. So then, when someone like TMZ posts something, it's like you know you have a bunch of stupid people who are like, "Oh, I know what oh TMZ yeah, that's is. why." There's if you if you yeah. go on go on go on Google or go on YouTube and search how late night took over YouTube. Uh, yeah, and that's yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, all it's, anyway. It's, it's it's scummy. They, the they other the other there. scummy thing I think we need to mention <laughs> uh, is. Arms, arms trying to be resurrected from the dead. Oh wow, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I was gonna try to ignore that subject. I mean, uh, we'll just three say... of us have three of us have a very different opinion because so, we've all played ahead. arms now, really? right? We've played demo. We've played the demo. Oh, God, um, you, since I've probably played more than you guys, I want to hear these opinions. Yeah, my opinion, <laughs> my opinion is that the demo. Is useless. It gives me almost no idea of how ARMS is actually played. It lets you play three or four levels that you can beat with your eyes closed. Whoa, 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 with... wait. You don't get to play people online in it? No. No. What? That's why I'm like, there's no point. That's like, you, you beat the That's crap out arms. of three computers, and I'm like, I have no idea how this plays competitively or against other people, so I'm That's... not, not going to get it. Like, nobody so, plays ARMS okay. in AI. This is, I, I, I'm going to put my two cents in here. So I've played a lot of boxing games on the Xbox. Um, oh, okay, it's... hold on. What box have you played? Because I used to play the shit out of Fight Night. Xbox. Really? So did I. You I used to play Fight Xboxing? Night a lot. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You have a PS3 now. We both need to get Fight Night. Round four. Okay. Just saying. Well, we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> we're going to talk about this so... later. <laughs> so when like, I see like a boxing game, but it's a on a... I'm going to say a Splatoon-esque twist to it. Like, I'm kind of excited. I was and stoked. Oh, yeah. So I jumped into the demo, and, like, it felt extremely easy, and it felt very, like, as long as you know how to maneuver, you can always win. Like, it didn't feel really competitive to me. So as a single-player game, eh. As mechanics went, the mechanics were interesting, but it didn't matter what type of arm, quote-unquote, arm you had because, like, it didn't matter if it was a cluster shot or if it was a double punch or if it was, like, a side twist hit. Like, it didn't matter as long as you were landing your shot and your landing your shot is just based off of your movement. So as long as you landed your shot every time, you were going to win no matter what. So to me, it was just too easy. But because we couldn't play an online, 
Like I was like, this game can be fun, but I have no idea how it can be fun. Yeah, they should have done. They should have done like a stress test where they let you play online for like forty-eight hours or something. So the online is it's very, it's very spammy, and then like it's one of those games where like you're gonna get that person that picks that like one setup, and you're just gonna keep facing that setup. And it's oh. not going to be fun. And it's not like, you know how you get those games where it's like, oh, this one, you know, if you have this loadout right here, like, it's really easy to win with at first. But then it's like, if you learn the other stuff and you try. Yeah, and you, you get like, figured you know, out. It's a gimmick. Yeah. It's a gimmick. Once the yeah, gimmick gets figured out, then you get beat out. There, there's, there's no, yeah, it's that's not a thing. That's just like, that is the way it is in that game. Mm. And, so and like, then, yeah. if, if the game was free, I'd, I'd play it. It feels like a free game. That's yeah, it feels like, it it feels feels like, like a, a tech demo for like the motion sensitivity for the Joy Cons. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just I would play it if it was like on sale for like five bucks. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I would get it for five bucks. Yeah. Just the hope that I'm wrong about everything that I said because I was so like I was so <laughs> interested in it. I was excited for it, man. I when I see a Splatoon, something that's like a Splatoon style game, I'm like, I I want to give it a try. Like Ninjala. Ninjala. Like Ninjala. All right. Let's get physical. Physical. Or maybe digital. Do you so, write this stuff down? Do, no. Do you write this down? I don't even think about it before I hit the record button, honestly. <laughs> he hits record and then his mouth opens and things it's just so come funny, out. Because every time he does that, I was like, he has to be. No. No. That's, that's just how it all. That makes me like so, we are talking about the great debate. We see this on the uh, on a lot of different uh, groups uh, that we're on for for Switch it's games. It's on the asked. interwebs. You guys have been talking about this a lot lately. It's kind of weird to me. Um, we're yeah. talking about digital versus physical games because at this point, everything gets released in a digital copy and a physical copy. And now, mm-hmm. since a lot of retail retail stores are closed at the moment. You can still order physical games online, but you don't get to yeah. go into the store and see, you know, what's new. So a lot of more a lot more people are considering digital, but each version of the game, physical and digital, has its pros and cons. And we're gonna discuss that because it's important. Nick Yeti, you so, seem to have some strong opinions about before this. Yeti before so, Yeti go goes ahead. goes even a step further, I just a want to point out that this actual conversation, this literal decision, if made as a society moving forward, has real-world impacts on whether or not businesses are open, whether or not people are employed, and whether or not brick-and-mortar stores have a, a place to be. Because I disagree this... with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, let's go. There's, go easy, there's a very easy way to disagree with that. I mean, I can touch on it real quick. But um, so physical versus digital, um, as far as console goes right now, it's, it's, I feel like physical is still a way to go. Um, you have a lot of issues really? with, um, absolutely. There's a lot of issues with digital. I think um, one of the, like the big issues with digital case in point was the game Paragon. Um, I mean, you could buy the disc too, but Paragon was an online only game. So online only digital is online only because you can only get it online. And um, they decided to shut down the servers for a game called Fortnite. So they wanted everyone to go work on that. And they decided <coughs> not to go ahead and let people be able to create their own servers for this game everybody loved. And, and now the game's dead. So it, it exists, but you, you can't play it. And there was an article, I, I don't know where it's at, but there's like a thing called like the video game graveyard where it's like all these digital games that were all only digital that have that, that are just in limbo right now because RIP they, they're, Hawking. They're, they're, they're no longer available. There was a game called um, Ultra Blast for the Xbox 360. It was on Xbox Live. It was a digital only game. I love that game. It had an amazing social space. It had like a really had all these fun levels to like you know traverse in 3D as a marvel. Um, and then something with the license went away, and that got taken away. There was also I think um, Combat. Um, Ultimate World of Combat 3 was on the Xbox 360. I had bought that. And then when I got another Xbox 360 and re-downloaded it, it was no available again. And I had bought it. So, you know, that's that's a big thing. 
And on top of that, while you're talking about being able to go into stores and to buy it and everything. So what we're starting to see right now with people's home internet is they're starting to cap home internets at certain, I think it's like 50 gigs is about the average. Am I Absolutely right on that? Ridiculous. Okay. Absolutely so, so, ridiculous. So, so, so they're, they're, cap, they're capping it. Um, so you, you think about it, some of these games are 50 gigs. So what would be smart and, you know, as long as GameStop goes under, I'll be happy. But what <laughs> they probably might... <laughs> Seriously, dude, I'm I'm dead serious. What they might want to start implementing is a service where you you know you can bring your system into like a mom and pop's game shop that has that digital download there for you, and you could hook it into their thing and download it from them, and they get a piece of the profit. Because right now they're not making oh, profit man. anymore. That's a dark. I, those are dark days where you have to take your console into somewhere to download something yeah. because your ISP well, limits your. Your your amount of data that's scary. To me. That's where we are, though. No, that's that's seriously where we are, and I guarantee you that service would work. And the thing is, is you know these places aren't making a lot of money on new releases, um, because big corporate douchebags wanted more. I, I remember, I think places used to make like twenty ish percent on new game sales, which is still slim for retail. Which is still slim or something, or maybe it was twenty dollars something i can't remember but now they it got it's gone to the point where i think somebody said that it was like six dollars is the profit they make from a new game sale they were they're talking about call of duty this article came out call of duty was absolutely huge and so you think about it, they're not they're not making a profit as it is so it'd be easy for them to set up some sort of network and work with the um, the publisher to where it's like oh, okay well they can come to our store download well, right now, that right now, the reason that people get it from a store, go to Best Buy or or GameStop or whatever, are these BS pre-orders. You know, oh, pre-order to GameStop and get you know. Are people still falling for that? Those yeah. extra skins oh, you yeah. can buy. Oh, if, if you buy Batman at GameStop, you're going to get this skin for your vehicle. But if you buy Batman at Best Buy, then you're going to be able to pick up this extra digital character that you can't get anywhere else. Like oh, Nightwing or whatever. So yeah, those things Nightwing. are still very, very popular. So, so my, so my opinion. Case so in Nick, point, there's a physical copy of Fortnite that's out there that has a Target exclusive uh, dance and skin that you can have. Yes, they're selling a physical and that's copy what sells of a free game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I saw it the other day. There's a, there's a physical copy of Fortnite at Walmart that you get uh, like five extra skins. A, a code for the first battle pass that you use. That's how and, they have to sell it by battle pass. and some dances and stuff. Mm. So Nick Yeti, you're you're physical. I am going to say that. No, remember I said console. For console, I said yeah. console. For PC, digital is the way to go. Well, cause because a lot of computers you get now don't even have disk drives anymore. Yeah. Well, on top of that, Steam. And and all those those two other outlets that are just as like pretty much getting as big as Steam right now, they're trustworthy. They're yeah. trustworthy not to take your purchased game away. So they're in trust. The big ones are like Nintendo. Like I mean, like look at Nintendo. You bought um, what was it? There were some sixty four games on the Wii U. Somehow the Virtual Console Wii U has sixty. Yeah, there's which doesn't whatever. But y you had those, and then there was also a um, there was talk about bringing no not just the wii u on the wii oh yeah i have, it was I have smash 64 on the wii right that so it wasn't on, available on the wii u and it's not available on the switch and, it's and games that were available on wii u and on the wii from the virtual console they actually charged you a price to transfer it over that's ridiculous which is but especially when both consoles are wii and that's really trashy that's and now it's on now the switch doesn't even have any of that so it's really you know nintendo definitely made it nintendo and Made it very untrustworthy digital. So I am, I prefer physical most of the time. So A, yes. I prefer physical because I am a wheeler and a dealer and I like to play games. And when I get bored of those games, I sell them. Point in case, Mario Maker 2 sold. Uh, it's just, it's just how I roll. If, if, if I have a game, it's very rare that I'll play a game and then circle my way back to it if I've really, truly dropped it. Like Splatoon 2, even if I had a physical copy of Splatoon 2, I would never sell it because I know I like that game. But like, Oh, you have it on digital? Games, huh? You have it on digital? Yeah, I have it on digital. 
Well, I guess we have like you know the saving grace for wife likes that game. So yeah, so. <laughs> it's it's a really good it's a really good for you not to get so. Rid of that one. So there are I, I love to be able to to sell games when I'm done with them because I know sure. I can always sell them and then I can always buy them back if I really want to go back. So I like that yeah. flexibility. Um, I do also like the uh, I like having cases like I like having a physical tactile thing. What I don't like is how these games taste. Physical games <laughs> taste terrible. Uh, if you haven't watched our video of us taste testing Nintendo Switch cartridges, please pause this and go watch that. We'll give you a moment. Okay, thanks yeah. for coming back. We're glad you watched that. Wasn't that hilarious? Um, now, with the Switch, I I do like digital for the fact that I don't have to stop my game, eject the cartridge, find the other cartridge, put it in, and that may sound so stupid, but combine that with the fact that this is a very portable console. If I'm traveling, I'm yeah. not taking all my physical games because if I check my bag and my bag gets lost, I just lost like $400 worth of games versus if they're all digital and I lose my Switch, I can re-download them for free uh, thanks to the cloud service. So, I... I, I mm. Mm. You both, you both have made good points. Yeah, but... we both stuck it in on each end. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, for the longest time, because well, I, I, we, there's no, no secret here. I'm an exploit Xbox fanboy, and for the longest time, I loved the view of having each one of my Xbox games cases and uh, case art. On display. That's because you're a hoarder as well. I've seen your I've no. seen your entertainment system. i yeah, I've got an amazing entertainment system, but that's that's just to glout. Clout that's my clout. Like, gloat, you, that's my you gloat. Yourself? You just combined <laughs> gloat and clout, which I kinda love. Yeah. Well I, I gotta go back and listen to that now. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna spell that term out and start using Glout. <laughs> what was it glout? <laughs> Was it Glout? Was that it? Yeah. Glout, yeah. yeah. By the way, yes. Nick Yeti, Nick Yeti's new nickname is Fox McClout. This <laughs> is the best nickname I've ever heard of. He came up with it, like, accidentally. Is it Fox McGlout now, though? No, no. Fox McGlout sounds like a disease. <laughs> like, he got, like, gout. They amputated, that's the real reason they amputated his feet, is because he got gout in both feet. Like, oh. the whole leg. Anyway, yeah, go. So, physical versions, Xbox, yep. Anyway, so I had all these physical versions, um, and I would go out of my way to if I had, even if I bought secondhand, I would buy secondhand that came with the original box art. I refused to buy anything other. As Xbox transitioned to having all these access accessibility to digital downloads, I resisted hardcore. But laziness has very. <laughs> fastly grown into me like a plague sucking me to the couch and forcing me to have digital copies and i have to tell you that stupid little switch on the opposite side of the room to pick up that tiny little cartridge and it's not just hitting a button and putting in a new disc i gotta pop the safety cover i gotta push down i gotta pull out i gotta pop out the other one and i gotta push in then i gotta put the safety cover back down like there's just too much work involved. And God help you if you I, lick your fingers by accident after I, I just, I hate you for that whole entire statement. <laughs> Is it hard pulling it out? No, it's <laughs> Yes, it's very hard pulling Listen, it out. Listen, that's for another episode, guys. <laughs> so, in truth, I, laziness comes a, a big part of this. I thoroughly enjoy the digital copy for simplicity reasons now i agree with presto that makes a huge problem with resell but i have another point that i'd like to make digital makes another mistake most of the time a game that is physical at some point goes on sale most of the time does not coincide with digital Physical sales almost never match up with digital sales. And there are certain games, like most Nintendo games, where you can get some type of deal if you find it physical, 
digital, there's never a deal. It's always well, going to be that, six bucks. Well, Nintendo eShop, depending on the like level of game you're trying to get, like if you're trying to get Mario Kart, like I have been, it never goes on sale. However, exactly. Diablo 3 is is always on sale on the eShop. <laughs> it hasn't been well, a full price party. on the eShop in like since the 1980s. It's been it, like <laughs> never is $60. I don't understand it. The third um, party yep. games go on sale all Great. the time. Yeah, on that. But I'm talking I'm talking about like straight up like e- even if you go to uh Xbox and you go to get the Master Chief collection for Halo, like they almost never put the digital version of the Master Chief Collection for Halo on sale. And like Nintendo, we all know Nintendo Prime games like Link and or Zelda. Yes. First parties? <laughs> First party, they are, I call them Prime games. They will almost never go on sale. And that's why I get all my first party games on Facebook Marketplace or eBay. Because you never pay full price. You always get the discount. And then when you're done with it, you sell it right back. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're you're listening listening to the episode, we want to know. We'll probably create a poll uh, at this point. If you prefer physical or digital because i now, feel like most people across all video games here just talking on the switch um i'll say i'll say the switch specifically because i think okay. the Fair switch enough. the eShop does it pretty well in most cases which we've talked about before there's some categories of game that are just grossly like just obscure in the in the eShop right. and shouldn't be like puzzle games if you try to find a selection of puzzle games, good luck in the eShop because there's not they're just not well organized. Um, but m- most other categories are. So if you if you primarily play on the Switch, let us know whether you prefer digital. Digital. That's a new <laughs> option too. You can always get it digitally, digitally, wow. or physically. If our listeners haven't been able to tell yet, Nick Yeti's birthday party. We is started his started. birthday party. Is there a birthday party right now? Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't pay attention. Dude, dude, do you know what I plan on doing today for my birthday? You're so senile, you can't even... You don't even... <laughs> my plan for my birthday... I'm gonna Mario it up. Alright, Corporal, you know what time it is. Hit us with that side quest, John. Side quest, John. Quest, John. So... It's a fairly simple question, short and sweet. What retro arcade cabinet have you dropped the most quarters into? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I will go first since I am talking. Um, <laughs> I uh, my favorite, definitely my favorite, and possibly okay. So there's the real answer, and then there's the the real answer. The, um, perceived the perceived the, yeah there's the answer i want to give because it's my favorite arcade game and i've and i think this is the proper like retro arcade game um is a game called robotron uh and it's like a twin stick i think like maybe one of the original twin stick shooters and it's amazing and it's hectic and it's just it's great if you've never seen it look it up um but the unfortunately the real answer i because i guess this is technically an arcade game is a dance dance revolution specifically ddr max oh man yeah a lot of quarters yeah i mean we grew up on the jersey shore the uh, jersey shore has all those arcades and oh yeah walks. oh yeah you you go to the jersey shore on a wednesday night in january and <laughs> yeah you get the machine just you and a couple friends oh man there's uh, nothing better. A couple slices of pizza and some sodas, and you just spend the entire night there. Yes. Well, I don't know if you want to go on a seaside at night. Call it a day. <laughs> call, it a, call it an afternoon trip. Might run into a Snooky out there. <laughs> oh, Snooky! Touch oh, your freaking God. scrotum or something. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that got dark. <laughs> Sorry. I used to live in Seaside Park, so I was right next to you. Just be like... Yep. Like, if I saw somebody with too heavy of a spray tan walking by, I was, it was time to get. That's time to go. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Yeti? What is your, what is your quarter dump? My, my quarter dump is, is easily... 
<laughs> no no contest ultimate mortal Kombat three um i would shred quarters into this thing so we would go to the arcade um usually i would con my dad into this i con my mom my, my dad more so and i think we would get like 20 bucks which was a lot like 20 bucks each is back in the 90s for the arcade for the day and i would blow through my money fast and they'd be like you know your sister's over here playing pinball machines won't pinball machines so your quarters last long and i'm like yeah let me spend more time doing something i don't want to do pinball's um, dumb yeah no there's an entire subgenre of people who are listening to this right now who are just cursed you so <laughs> right sorry, but i didn't sorry, know pinballers god damn it midway and, and ed boone was they made the, the computer cheats in the uh, the arcade, really? Version. Well, all the versions of Mortal Kombat, the old ones, yeah, they they cheat, by, they skip frames. Oh, and of course, that's shameful, right? And of course, they, this was done because it was to get you to dump quarters into it. So then it became how to manipulate and trick the AI into like thinking you were going to do one thing, but you did another thing. Um, so I ended up going out and getting this booklet, and it was the Ultimate Combat Three, like you know, combos, trips. Uh, tricks, guides, whatever. So when I would go to the arcade, all the older kids would be like hanging around me and go, man, the dude has the, the book with all the moves. So they would actually buy me like tons of rounds to play with oh if God. I just shared my book with them. So I'd be, I would literally have, there was one point, I think I had like 15 kids around me and they were just passing my book around and they just kept slipping quarters in the machine for me and letting me play. Man, pre-internet arcade days. Yeah. Nick well, they were trying to Yeti smile. was a on me. So I was letting fodder right but i was getting better because like i had studied the book already so i knew i would play a cyber smoke mix them up sometimes <laughs> this is my jam yeti being a true arcade god over there meanwhile i'm over here like do 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 up up right left up right yeah. right right up up down left <laughs> yo my legs got shredded playing that game no lie <laughs> Like kick like a like a Nissan Versa down the block. <laughs> oh man! So my my arcade that I game that I dumped all my quarters into, um, Rampage was one of them, and I loved Rampage. But Classic. like you, the true answer is going to be uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, without a yes. doubt. I would just keep playing that game over and over again. Sometimes I'd even like uh, change it up, and I would put one quarter in one turtle, and then jump to the next turtle, and jump to the next turtle, and sort of rotate around, just because I liked playing them all. Yeah, I lo I loved <sighs> the turtles the turtles game, but I also loved um, the X Men game that was like that, yeah the, the, the exact same thing cabinet? yeah yeah oh, no there was like an wasn't there like an eight person cabinet in existence or a six person cabinet uh yeah 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 it was yeah. a six it was a six, six, six person cabinet for uh for x-men thank I god killer queen didn't exist when we were kids because i would be like in crippling debt right now oh the yeah the corners yep. would have dropped into that thing they had one of those things at my uh my cousin's birthdays back in the day and they were the x-men and the entire birthday party became just hanging around i forget where it was at it was at some place where it wasn't like a chuck e cheese it was like better than a chuck e cheese back before all those places got sued discovery zone and was the discovery zone no no fun easy way better than discovery zone <laughs> but anyways um we were at it and we, we were playing it and it was really, it was just one of those really cool you know places in the 90s to have your birthday at and the whole thing, the parents had to tear us away from it. I think they told us at one point, they were like, hey, you guys got to like, take a break from the machine. And then, like, you know, 30 minutes later, one kid went back over to it, and we all slowly started. And they're like, hey, we told you to stop playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's the birthday party. It's a it's an arcade machine. Yeah, right? It, it's like, it's like it's my birthday, or whoever's birthday. It's like, what do they do? They want to sit there and play one game all One day for them to do it. All right. Well, I think... That is uh that'll about wrap it up for us. That's the, that's the episode. <laughs> I've got a big pile of French fries in the other room waiting for me, so I'm gonna go eat some French fries and I'll catch you guys all later. Did you know actually that French fries were not actually cooked in France? They're cooked in Greece. Oh. You're not allowed to do that. 
Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Speaking of quarters, you know what concert costs exactly forty-five cents? (laughs) Fifty cents featuring Nickelback. (laughs) Do you do you like Dr Pepper with those French fries? Yes. Do do, 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 do you know um, what he has his uh, PhD in? His doctorate? No. Physiology. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go drink I my walk sorrows away and not with Dr. Pepper. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a good night, everybody. In the Nintendad's uh, Instagram account, wish Yeti a happy birthday. Do Find not. us on Facebook. <laughs> everybody, everybody, please send us video submissions. Of you, of you singing, singing the happy birthday song off key to Nick Yeti. To Nick Yeti. I'm gonna shut down that would be perfect. <laughs>